Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome into another episode of Who's Together podcast. Today I am joined by the lovely, the hometown hero, Sam Renault. How are you doing, Sam? Hey, I'm great. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Of course, of course. How does it feel to have Virginia across your chest to be sitting in JPJ as a UVA player now? Yeah, it's so surreal. I mean, honestly, you know, when you make a commitment to a school initially, when I was in high school, obviously that was Notre Dame. I mean, you don't think about ending up anywhere else. And, you know, I thought that dream that I had as a little girl to play at UVA was kind of out the door at that point. Um, you know, your plans changed and I thought I would be at Notre Dame for four years. And, you know, things happened. I graduated early and I was able to come back. And it's really a blessing and an honor to be able to, to wear this across my chest and represent the state and, you know, the team that I love to watch growing up. Love that. And I, I was telling Sam before we even started, like, you know, obviously I played 2014, 2018. So we we would have loved to have her. Um, obviously not when I say we, I mean the basketball program because I wouldn't have been playing anyway. But um, we would have loved to have you right out of high school. But I also just watching your trajectory from, you know, middle school to or junior high, I guess, to high school um, to playing at Notre Dame. It's just been really fun to watch you just grow as a player. Um, and let's go back to, you know, those childhood days and, and growing up because you were a star um, in Virginia. I would love to say Rutgersville, but like you were a basketball star in Virginia along the East Coast. Everyone knew who you were. What was it like just growing up and kind of maintaining, you know, the schedule of being a Gatorade player and all American, all American in high school. Like how do you juggle, you know, being a kid wanting to live out the dreams of getting a scholarship to play D one um, and, and, you know, having a social life too. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely was crazy. Um, I played, so my parents growing up had me playing every sport that I could possibly play. Um, I played basketball. I played soccer for a little bit, volleyball, softball, like all the works, even swim team and dance a little bit when I was younger. Um, and then, you know, as I got into elementary school, I started actually getting out of parks and rec basketball and into travel basketball on top of still playing volleyball and softball. And I played those two sports through middle school, um, eventually giving them up for basketball. But I got really serious with basketball in about fifth grade. Um, I ended up playing for Bullet team and that's kind of when basketball um appeared to me to be the sport that i was meant to play and that i really love to play the most bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with the first to market odds and lines find reviews and news for every league including mlb nfl nba nhl combat sports esports and even golf BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game bets, props, and futures. Head over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. It was also when I started getting scholarship looks um, at a really young age which was which was neat. Um, and I say that's when my dream changed from playing at Bridgewater College like my mom to <laughs> ooh, I could play at UVA or like some other, you know, big college at that point. Um, 
but it definitely took so much sacrifice. Uh, the social life was very different than the average um, kid would have normally. Um, I was always driving to Richmond five days a week, if not traveling on the weekends just to work out and train. Um, and obviously it's all really come together because I ended up getting a scholarship and able to play at a really high level and play on some really cool junior national teams and, you know, McDonald's all American and stuff like that. And I probably wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't put the time that I had put into it. So yes. sometimes you have to sacrifice really fun things to, to get an ultimate dream um, to happen. Yeah. And I know when I was playing, I saw you a lot at our games when you were growing up. Did you go like when I know when I was coming up and I was just getting looks, not really offers at the time, like I would drive to Maryland. I would drive to Virginia, obviously, um, Virginia Tech even to go to games. Were you going around kind of on the East Coast to, to see other teams play? Yeah, I was. I did a lot of unofficial visits, definitely. Um starting in middle school through high school, I would go for long weekends. And and that was really good for me just to get out and experience it. Um, and for me, like it's a whole feel thing. So being there in person at whatever campus it was, was really important for me. And mm -hmm. um, that's ultimately kind of what happened with me in Notre Dame at that time was, I, you know, I went there and it just felt like home every time. And it was a being there in person thing. And yeah. that was actually what my feeling was coming to UVA this time around when I was in the transfer portal and I visited, I was like, there's just no other place that's going to make me feel this way. So yeah. that, that yeah. was it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's important. Like, obviously you want to have a great bond um, or chemistry, like right off the bat with the girls and you want to feel like these coaches, you know, really like you and, you know, care yeah. about you. Um, but it really is that just feeling you get. It's so weird because sometimes like it's hard to describe. And I know that like when I visited UVA, it's, when you do feel that home, when you're nowhere near your home, it's like, oh, OK, like right. th this is nice. And I'm sure I mean, I don't know what went to the decision of, of choosing Notre Dame, but I'm sure like when you go there, you feel that feeling and you're like, Oh, and I have my freedom. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're, you're kind of like, um, this, this, I could see myself doing this, but, um, but that's cool. So growing up so close to UVA campus, how was that? Obviously you came to the women's games, but like, just, did you ever just come to campus for anything outside of sports? Yeah. So actually I started training with a guy, Damon Altizer in Charlottesville. So I came to Charlottesville a lot. Okay. Um, whether it was to train for basketball or come in with the family to go to Roadhouse or Outback or come to eat. Mm -hmm. And when I was younger, you know, the mall was a big place to go. So I'd go shopping. So I've always been in Charlottesville a lot. Um, and then obviously we, we enjoy going down to the corner and obviously the rotunda and the quad and everything is down that way too. So yeah. um, definitely just grew up really familiar with campus and Charlottesville in general. And um, you know, it's just, it's like home. It's like, like I said, when I came on my visit, it just felt so natural and so home. Yeah. So going to like changing gears a little bit here with just your play, the type of player that you are um, coming into college, what were some things that you just wanted, to, whether somebody told you you needed to work on them or just as a player, knowing yourself, um, what were things that you wanted to just be better at or kind of be known for as a division one basketball player? Yeah. Um, for me, just being a very coachable kid was important. Um, you know, when I first came into Notre Dame, they had just graduated, like all five starters. I was in a role that not many freshmen are in because we lost so many people. Mm -hmm. um, and so basically I had to grow up really fast. And so I needed to obviously get my shot quicker as a shooter in college. You, you know, the game's a lot faster. There's more athletic girls. Um, so I think 
the, the pace of the game was big for me and just being able to adjust to that a little bit quicker because um, I had to. Um, that was big. But I think the coachability piece was was huge and accountability. Yeah. Um, playing for Coach McGraw that first year, it taught me a lot about accountability and it taught me a lot about coachability. Um, and the more, more coachable you can be, the more successful you'll be is what I, what I, is what I have come to learn. Um, yeah. And, you know, in those moments that you're not coachable, it's not, you're not going to be as successful. And so I think that was a huge part for me. Yeah. And that's a huge part, not just for an individual, but for an entire team. Cause I'm sure you've been on teams with players who aren't, and it can sometimes, you know, deter, you know, what the team's trying to do. Um, so that's big. And I don't think I've ever heard a player <laughs> say that about themselves. Like that was something that they strived for. Yeah. Um, but that that's awesome. And so you obviously, you know, decided to come home and, and now you are a Wahoo. And I'm thinking like, what were your goals coming into this season? Um, obviously this season of 2022, 2023 basketball season, but just the season of what UVA women's basketball is trying to do, because, you know, as you know, the past few years haven't been extremely successful and wanting to obviously coach Mox is came in with like, Hey, this is going to be a winning mentality. What were your goals as an individual and as a team? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I say individually, um, me as a player, I'm obviously I like offense and I like to score. Um, but there's more than just scoring to my palette. I'd say I'm a I love to pass. Um, sometimes I get just as high to pass the ball and get an assist as I am to shoot the ball and make the shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being a piece of the puzzle that can create a really fun offense is, is great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm happy to be a part of that. And Coach Mox, you know, runs a lot of her stuff through the post as well. So it gives me an opportunity to really you know, get back to playing my game of basketball. Um, And it's given me a lot of confidence too, because it's put me in positions to have to, to make tough shots or to be able to put the ball on the, on the ground and and drive to the basket, Um, you know, and doing things like that is something I haven't done the last two years. Um, It's stuff I was doing before the last two years under coach McGraw, but um, now I'm able to get back to, you know, my full skill palette, I feel like, Um, and coach Mox has so much confidence in me to do that, which I'm very thankful for. Um, But, you know, being a piece to, getting UVA back to where it was is, is awesome. Um, there's so many other pieces around me too, that are, you know, helping and getting us back to where we are. I mean, we're nine and zero right now, and I know it's early, but we're, we're showing the world what we can do right now, just a little bit and a little bit, and we get better and better every game, every practice. Um, so yeah. it, it's just really exciting, really exciting. Yeah. And we have to talk about that because I mean, nine and zero for the first time since 1991, 92 season, like that's a, long time. <laughs> and that has to feel good. Like what is the vibe right now when you go into practice, when you're with your teammates, obviously winning is always fun, but I said it like you, this yeah. is not a team or this wasn't a program that was winning at this rate previous years. What does it feel like to be a part of history? It feels crazy. And every time somebody brings up like, this is the first time since 1990, whatever, I wasn't born then. But like, what I think about is like the Dawn Staley era and like what I have heard about the era. And I'm like, for people to talk about, you know, the comparison or whatever is amazing. Like, you know, we're obviously, you know, new this year with Coach Mox and, you know, some of us new coming in and us playing together, but we're showing a lot of growth and development too. And that our chemistry is still there despite so much newness. Um, And so it's really an honor to be compared to those years. And I know we still have a long ways to go, but it just adds to showing us like, this is where we can be and we're not even there yet. It's so exciting. So what are you attributing this success to this early? I mean, you talk about chemistry, but what what is going well for you guys right now? 
Yeah. Honestly, I think the coachability is like everything, (laughs) everything. Yeah. Um, Everybody is really bought in on our team um, and bought into what coach Mox is telling us and telling us to do. And um, everybody is very trusting. And I think because there's the trust, because there's the buy-in and the coachability piece, that's what's helping us be so successful right now. Obviously, you know, offense is rolling for us, but our defense is pretty good too. Um, We're, you know, rebounding really well, um, which is great. And, all of our post group is really good at rebounding. We have, you know, Mir is really athletic. She gets, I feel like, almost every single rebound. It's great to have her. Yeah. Um, Cam's so tough on the boards as well and and London too. We just have this, like, toughness piece as well. We just go at it, you know, we go at our competition every time as hard as we can. And I attribute that to Coach Mox making practice so competitive. That's all, we're, that's all we know, honestly, is competition. Like, just go at them, go at them, go at them, punch, punch, punch. Um, and I think that's what's helping us be successful too. Yeah. And I said it last week's episode when me and Quinn were just talking about you and the men's men's team and like what's been going really well for you guys. And I think the biggest thing that I've seen, you know, I'm also preparing for UNCW game um, that I'm going to call on Sunday. It's like last season, obviously you weren't there, but, you know, a lot of the same players, you know, last season uh, finished last, I believe, in assist to turnover ratio. And you guys are like fourth in the ACC right now. When I say last, I meant in the ACC, um, fourth in the ACC. And that really, I think, just goes to show you how selfless of a team you guys are right now. And it's not like, oh, this person has the hot hand and it's like, OK, we're going to feed them. But like this person's also wide open. So we're not going to make dumb, you know, dumb mistakes. And and I think that you guys are just gelling so well. You know, rebounding is is insane right now as well. You guys are pretty high in the ACC with that. And, you know, I talked to Coach Mox on the this podcast and I said, you know, you're known for defense and rebounding. What is your goal with this team? And she's like, defense and rebounding. <laughs> and, yeah. that, and, and that shows. Um, so for those people who don't know Coach Mox, how do you describe her on and off the court? Ooh, okay. Let's see. So Coach Mox, Coach Mox on the court, I would say she's just very locked in, very focused on what we're doing, obviously. Um, but <laughs> we have some, you know, hiccups sometimes. And when I say hiccups, I mean funny moments. So somebody just like the line trips them up or something. Yeah. <laughs> they flat out fall on the ground, like. <laughs> she'll put her paper up and she'll just be like laughing behind her paper. Cause she doesn't want us to see her laughing. Right. Yeah. Like she's supposed to be serious or whatever. Um, but she's just so focused. And I think that helps us stay focused too, knowing that our, you know, our leader wants, wants focus and just wants us to really lock in on what we're doing. Um, she's also really high energy, which is great for us. Um, it, and, you know, it helps us to keep our energy high in practice and in games as well. Um, so it's great to have that off the court. Coach is so fun. Honestly, she has us over to the house sometimes and it's great. It's just, it makes you feel like you have a second home, a second family. Um, and that was a big reason you know, I wanted to come back here was because I knew I was coming to play for a coach who didn't just care about what you do on the court, but she cares so much about you off the court. Yeah. Um, and I just appreciate that so much, um, you know, especially coming back home. I have two homes literally right in my first home, which is great. So, um, no, she's like another, she's like another mom to me and I, I absolutely love it and thankful for it. Yeah. And I see you guys always on social media, you know, joking around with her, which is really cool. It's so funny because I think about when I was playing and, you know, we couldn't have our phones. We couldn't really be on social media. There's certain things you can't share on social media. And I'm curious because I know that you have, you know, NIL deal with um, Roots, I believe. Yeah. And I don't know if you have more, but I'm just curious on how you have 
you know, really try to maximize what student athletes are able to do and, and make money now off their name, image and likeness and how that's, you know, been a part of your routine as well at, in Charlottesville. Yeah, absolutely. I think the cool part about NIL now and, you know, being here at UVA is everybody here, whether it's our coaching staffs or, um, you know, even uh, Carla, our AD, you know, they are so pro NIL and us like, you know, getting getting money and, and benefiting off of our name, image and likeness. So that's great to have support from those people because um, there are some coaches that are like, you know, you shouldn't be on social media this much or that much or whatever. But I think there's that trust that we're going to do it how we're supposed to do it and, you know, also take care of business when it's time for us to do that on the court. Um, But it's great to be able to now maximize off of that. Um, You know, so many, I feel like female athletes are benefiting right now because of the influencing gig, which is basically what I'm doing a lot of. Um, And, you know, it's great. My roots deal is really great. Basically, you know, I just influence for them and, you know, get some free roots, which is great. Um, So I'm getting a healthy meal while also, you know, influencing for them. And that's fun. Um, I think what's really cool with UVA, though, is like they're selling our jerseys now too, like Nike jerseys with our names and numbers on the back. Yeah. Um, which is super cool. And we get like a percentage of that profit too. Um, UVA has done a really great job of trying to help us maximize it to the most and not even just with working with local companies, just like letting UVA be a part of our brand because we're playing for the university and they fully understand that um, and are helping us benefit from that as well. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I don't know if other girls have the, have any NIL deals, but do you guys, have you ever like collabed with um, any other athletes? Yeah, so I have um, actually I'm starting my own. It's not really a podcast. It's going to be a little show at Timberwood Tap House. Um, my first show is going to be the eighth, but basically I'm going to be working with Kihei Clark on my first show, and he'll be like my guest. And so, like I'm able to work with other athletes through doing things like that, um, and it's really fun because my undergrad degree at Notre Dame was in essentially communications, kind of doing what you're doing, um, which is what I thought I initially really wanted to do, um, and it's really fun. So uh, I think there's a lot of fun collab options out there, especially locally with um, like restaurants and stuff and um, you know, different apparel places. And I think it's really cool because it makes it more community aspect light. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's really great because the UVA community gets to rally around um, the athletes even more. Yeah. And I think like I uh, also talked about on our podcast before me and Quinn, um, you know, we took a break after, the tragedy that happened with the football team. Um, but when we came back, we just really harped on how much of a community Charlottesville is like, let alone obviously Virginia and the school and, you know, faculty, staff, fans, but Charlottesville just like, I like, you know, and we feel like people that live there and like might not have any relationship to to university of Virginia, they just corral around their athletes um, so well. And I'm curious and, and just, you know, in the aftermath of what happened with the football team and the lives that were lost, how you are doing. I know I reached out to you and Carol and just, you know, just wanted to extend, you know, my support in any type of way. But but how are you doing and the team still doing with, you know, grieving those losses? Yeah, it's definitely been tough. Um, I think, you know, I have a couple of teammates who are a lot closer to the three of them than um, I was. I think coming in, being a new person, I didn't get to know them extremely well, but I was in um, certain environments and social activities where I did get to speak to them a little bit. And, you know, they were just great guys, just full of life and and love and, and laughter. And they're great people to be around. And um, I think the hardest thing for me is just seeing some of my teammates really struggle through it because they were so close to them. Yeah. Um 
But I think the great thing that's come from this is just the community rallying and still being in, in high spirits and being there for each other, um, especially in a time like this. It's it's crucial to have support for each other. And yeah. um, it's brought us closer as a community. And like you, you said, just extending past people who maybe have connections or not to the university, um, you know, just local people in general are, are reaching out. And it's just great to have that support. Um, and, you know, as an athletic, you know, community, we're, we're doing things for those three people and trying to honor them and, you know, we put their names on our shirts and our, our warm ups and just trying to do anything we can to, to keep their lives, you know, relevant and showing them like these were great people and they're not going to be forgotten. They, they laid the foundation here at UVA and their sport and, and the athletic community and just UVA in general. And so um, we're going to keep uplifting them. Yeah. So um, before we get into some rapid fire questions, you guys play next game Sunday. Um, I said, obviously, I'm calling the game. So I want to get some just just some, you know, tidbits to talk about as well. But yeah. what are you guys <laughs> looking forward to um, this Sunday? Obviously, UNCW, they don't have a winning uh, record right now. But, you know, you have to think that they're going to be coming for you guys because you're undefeated. Um, right. How are you guys preparing for that game? Yeah, so we were off yesterday. Today's going to be our first prep day, um, getting ready for them. So okay. it'll be great to to see Scout and um, you know see what the coach's plan is. Um, we'll find out later at practice today, okay. but you know we're going to always stay true to ourselves, and that's something that Coach Mox has you know made clear. We don't change ourselves for another team. We just have to do things better and improve. And um, so I'm sure you'll see a lot of similar stuff from us, and just maybe some adjustments because obviously teams are now scouting us, and so we got to change things up here and there just to make it different and to give them a different look. Um, so, you know, you can probably expect a little bit of that maybe. Um, but I think the big thing for us is just still bringing our defensive intensity because we want to be able to start like we did against Penn state, you know, with the punch first, um, you know, besides Penn state, we've kind of had slow starts and we really, you know, extended out in the second half. So I think a big goal for us is going to be to punch first and, you know, keep a, keep a good lead um, and, and not get down early. Yeah, and and that, one more question actually because I just yeah. thought about it just from watching you guys play in the lineup when you know obviously Cam's going to be in the in the paint and I and I don't know if that just from viewing it seems like you are kind of like in a better flow when the lineup is uh Mir at the three, you at the four, and Cam mm -hmm. at the five. Is yeah. that ideal for you? Would you rather be on the outside? Do you prefer us not rather, but do you prefer playing out on the wing or or what's what's kind of your sweet spot? Yeah, I um really love the high post actually, and because from the high post, like I can get to the I can get to the block or I can get to the three point line. Um, and the good thing about that is we run so much of our stuff as post through the high post, so it's perfect. Um, but Mir, it's great playing with Mir in the game too with me and Cam because she can play kind of a post position too, even though she's a three. And so yeah. it you know you have to guard so many people who are not only just good, but they're averaging double digits. Like you have to pick and choose sometimes your poison. And so it's so hard with all of us on the floor who are doing those things. Um, it's so fun because we're learning how to play off of each other too. Like everybody's trying to double down on Cam now because she's just a beast inside. Well, Cam's really good at seeing the outside look from time to time. And so she can give me kickouts and I'll be at three-point line. Mir's the same way. Mir's great at looking for me in transition. I love when she's bringing the ball up because I can trail right or left and she's going to find me and you know, even if I miss one, she's like, Sam, you shoot that every time. Like she's there for me. And it's great because you just have that camaraderie with each other and that chemistry, like we were talking about earlier. So, okay. So rapid fire questions. I have about five or six for you. Okay. Okay. So what is your game day ritual? 
game day ritual. So if it's home game, uh, I usually try to come in early and do an individual shoot around before the team shoot around. So I get shots up uh, with CJ and then we'll do our team shoot around, do our ice cream half court shots and then team meal. After team meal, um, I usually will go take a quick nap. Um, and then I've gotten into doing get ready with me's on TikTok. I'm trying to get better with those, but, um, I'm doing a little bit of that. So I do a little bit of that and then I'll go spend a lot of time in the treatment room, just whether it's norm attacking, getting in the hot tub, um, you know, getting my knees ready, getting my shoulder ready and everything. And then I try to get out there an hour and a half before tip off just to shoot some more. Um, then we'll warm up and then it's game time. Game time. Yeah. Who are you closest to on the team? Ooh, I'm kind of I'm close with pretty much everybody equally, but me and London probably hang out a lot um, outside of everything that I'm doing with other people the most. I would say um, we call each other our we're we're ease, and honestly, I don't know where it comes from. We just kind of <laughs> started saying my ease, and maybe it's because like we call her Lundy, and she everybody calls me Sammy a lot on the team. So gotcha. maybe that's where it comes from. But that's cute. Um, yeah, that's my girl. She's great. <laughs> um, your favorite basketball player, men and women of all time. Ooh, I love Larry Bird. Okay, Larry Bird for sure. Thirty three gang. <laughs> no, he's great. Um, and I love Elena Deladon. Um, I always wanted to be like her coming up. I went to her camps and everything, and I think she's just an amazing player. Okay, what's your favorite place on grounds? Ooh, favorite place on grounds. Uh, so I actually have a puppy named Maverick, and so we go on a lot of walks down to the corner. Um, and I love walking on the lawn a lot. Um, just it's so beautiful, especially right now with the leaves changing colors. Um, I just find a lot of peace just walking around there and being in that spot. Okay, um, favorite Charlottesville spot when you were growing up versus now. Okay, so growing up, I loved I loved probably going to the movie theater a lot, which the movie theater in Stonefield was not there when I was younger. So it was like the old movie theater where Kmart used to be, which is, I don't think it's Kmart anymore, but anyways, it was over there. <laughs> I loved going there because the thing to do when we were younger was go to the movies. Um, and now since being at UVA, I'm experiencing downtown a lot more. So I really like going downtown and just walking the downtown mall and everything because it's really nice and pretty and there's some really cool shops. Yeah, I think it's like a hidden gem. Like people know of the downtown mall, but as a student, you don't really go much. Mm -hmm. um, especially is also if you're not like of age because there's a lot of like bars and stuff there. Right. Um, but OK, last rapid fire question. Who was the happiest when you shared that you were committing to UVA? Was it your family, Coach Ma? Like who in your life? Oh, the happiest. I think <laughs> Coach Mox was actually, it's kind of <laughs> funny how I told them. So I don't know, CJ and Coach Bond were pretty happy too when I told them. So I actually told Coach Mox separate from CJ and Coach Bond because uh, it was my last day on my visit and I was sitting in the room with Coach Mox and we were just talking about how the visit went. And um, as we were doing that, I like looked over at my mom and I gave her like the eyes and I was like, I'm just going to do it because I knew. Yeah. And so I said to Coach Mox, I looked at her, I said, let's do it. And she was like, what? I was like, <laughs> let's do this thing. Like, I want to come. And she yeah. was like going crazy. She was excited. And then and then the assistant coaches came in and I told them 
by playing the I'm coming home song. And they were just like jumping up and down like crazy. So, but that's how I also knew I made the right decision because everybody was so excited and happy and it just was so genuine and full of love. So I'm happy to be around that. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sam, for joining the podcast today. For all those watching or listening, make sure that you guys subscribe and follow along as we continue to speak with athletes, cover these amazing players, teams. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.